business, marketing is a critical activity that can directly impact growth and profit. Yet with so many options available today, how can you choose the right marketing program for your business? Welcome to I Think I Need Marketing with Bonnie Taylor. If you're looking to better understand marketing, then you've stopped by the right show. Now here is your host, Bonnie Taylor. Hello and welcome to I Think I Need Marketing, the show that is dedicated to demystifying one of the business world's most confusing yet vital activities. I am your host, Bonnie Taylor, and today I'm tackling communications. I won't be doing it alone. I have special guest Patrick Nunez, the Global Director of Communications and Design from Rotary International. He'll be joining me a little bit later in the show. I'm really excited about this. He has a lot of information to share. But before Patrick joins us, I want to go over communications and share a little bit more about how you can use it within your own marketing program. Communications can mean different things to different people, but the generally accepted definition, the short definition, is sending a message out to a buying audience, to your buying audience. It's a little simple. <laughs> it's, there's so much more that goes into communications than just sending out a message because there's so many steps that go into the planning portion, the decision-making on what types of uh, tools you're going to use. If you remember from last week's show where I discussed marketing tools, if you think about voice and maintaining brand and which communications are you going to send out at what times of year. So there's much more that goes into it than simply sending out a message. Wouldn't it be nice if that was that that easy? I mean, really, <laughs> nothing in marketing is that easy. Uh, you may hear communications called marketing communications by purists and technically yes that's what it is marketing communications in academic circles you'll hear it shortened to marcom uh, that's just the abbreviation the first few letters from each each word into shoved into one little word sometimes that carries over into corporate world where you see that as a department title or a budget line item marcom uh, really all of it just goes back to that same sending out the message and the tools that you will pick and the timing and everything else that goes into your marketing program all fall within that marketing communications header before we get too far into this, I want to clear something up because there is another term out there that may muddy up the waters. And you'll hear it quite a bit because it's a very popular term right now, especially with digital marketing, and that's content. Content refers back, it's an umbrella term, it refers back to things like your blog posts, your white papers, your videos, things that you're pushing out with information. Generally, this is information that you want to give to somebody. It's free information. It's not a sales pitch. It's part of your communications program. It is not an either or situation. Content falls within communications. Just to clear that up, because I know that can be a little bit confusing. Communications can be broken out into two different types. The first is what we refer to as inbound marketing. Inbound marketing simply means drawing the buying audience in, drawing your buyers into your marketing program with a lure. You're giving them a lure as in a fishing lure, not a lure, like, ooh, alluring. <laughs> no, you're trying to lure them in with that, again, that free information. You've seen plenty of examples of inbound marketing. 
things like how-to videos or articles or infographics, uh, newsletters that give you information on a specific topic that will help you in your daily life. The goal with inbound marketing is to subtly show your business as an expert or a resource and draw the buyer into your brand, bringing them back again and again and again because you're that information source. It is a sales-free effort. Keep it about the buyer and whatever need you're trying to satisfy, whatever information you're trying to project their way. That's what inbound marketing is about. It's subtle. It is trying to make them connect with your brand and buy into your brand so that they tell other people about it, that they come back again and again and again. A great place for inbound marketing is your website. Um, your blog is a perfect example of a great inbound marketing tool. If you have videos, if you have white papers, if you have infographics, all of these things can really help somebody and say, oh, you know what? This is my resource. I'm going to bookmark that website. I am going to go back. I'm going to tell people about it. I'm going to share the link. Opposite from inbound marketing is outbound marketing. Outbound marketing refers to that overt sales pitch. It is a coupon that you receive in the mail. It is an email that tells you about a sale. It is something that um, asks for the, it has that strong, strong, strong call to action, really an in-your-face call to action because that's what the entire marketing piece is about. It's about getting you to act on whatever it's driving forth in its communications. So a little bit of a different approach and your business may not need as much outbound as another business. Um, I keep going back to that same consultant versus retail brick and mortar because it's really opposite types of marketing. Uh, if you're business to business and you're trying to project an expertise or trying to project an image of being that resource, uh, you want like a consultant, you want somebody to hire you to advise them. You would use a lot of inbound marketing. In a brick and mortar situation, you're trying to drive foot traffic. You're trying to bring people in to make a sale or make a purchase directly in your presence. And so you want to bring them in quickly and you want to bring them back and again and again and again. You would use inbound marketing but it probably wouldn't be the focus of your marketing program. Uh, and this is really true with anything that's a business to consumer. Business to consumer, where you're going to the public and trying to bring them back to your business, that's usually an outbound marketing situation, at least a stronger outbound marketing situation. So we've got inbound marketing, we've got outbound marketing, both part of that marketing communications, that communications header. The mix you choose in your communications program We'll go back to the same work that you've already done in your marketing strategy. I keep going back to it because it is that important. This is, of course, understanding your buying audience and profiling them, uh, knowing your marketplace inside and out, understanding and knowing what's going on with your competition, and really looking through where you are with your own brand. Uh, if you need to go back to our branding episode to go through the different steps with brand, I recommend that you do that because it really is an important part of communications and all marketing. I'm going to assume that you've already done all of that work, that you've already built out your marketing strategy, and you're now at the stage where you want to start sending out that message. 
your communications will rely heavily on those marketing tools that we identified in last week's episode. Uh, For a quick refresh, my five steps for choosing any marketing tools, and this of course applies to communications as well, um, I I start with budget, then I look at the marketplace and the buyer profile. I look and see if the tools are fit with my brand. I'll look at my competition, see if I can avoid them, if I can't, see how I can do things differently. And then the last is to confirm that the tool is a fit with my business's stage of life. Let's say I'm a startup versus a, you know, an older business. There are so many marketing tools that will fit within your communications program. I can't possibly go through them all on this radio show. I do list quite a few of them within my book, I Think I Need Marketing, and I go through in detail on how you can use them in different stages. So if you are interested, check out those pages because that will help you. But for our purposes today, let's just say that we choose all of our tools based off of those same five steps and make sure they fit within our overall marketing strategy. Communications programs work best when they're multi-channel, which simply means sending out the same message via different marketing tools at the same time. The goal with multi-channel is to break through the clutter so that somebody will see your message over and over and over again and it'll finally hit and they oh yeah, I remember that, I've seen that. When developing your own multi-channel communications program, you'll start with that initial message, whatever that message is that you're trying to send out, and then you modify it to fit within each one of the marketing tools you choose. For instance, if you have website ads, website ads are typically very limited in space. Your message will have to be shortened. You won't have time to put that paragraph of text in there. It's just really going to be a few words. However, if you've identified video as one of your communications tools, you should have plenty of time to convey that message as compared with a tiny little website ad. So you see how you'll take that message, that initial message that you have, what you've identified as what you want to send out to your buying audience, what you want them to receive, and then modify it based on the tools you pick. So choose those tools very, very carefully because they will impact how your message is sent out. Because communications is trying to get that message out to your buying audience, you'll find that there are times you need to tweak the message just a little to fit whatever marketplace. It could be the same overall message, but it may not be a fit based off of different cultures or nuances in speech or even just language itself, like changing languages. This is where your pre-work on marketplace research, buyer profiling really comes into play. This is especially true if you're trying to reach into different markets because you need to match whatever you're trying to send out to that buying audience to maximize your chance of connecting with them, communicating with them on their level appropriately so that they want to come back and buy from you or buy into your brand. Now you're thinking, oh my gosh, I have now marketing tools. I have different marketplaces. How can I possibly keep track of it all? Well, I mentioned before a marketing calendar, and this really, really does help to keep everybody on the same page. Having your marketing calendar spell out month by month, even week by week or day by day, the different messages that you're sending out and which tools you're using to send them out when they start, when they stop, the deadlines for sending anything if it's external, All of that is put into the marketing calendar and really helps to keep your team on track. 
Of course, if your communications program is bigger and use more tools and have different messages that you send out at the same time, your calendar is going to be much, much more complicated. And you may find that you have sub-calendars for individual service lines or locations. Uh, If you're across the country and you have 10 different offices and each one is working within a different market, you may find you have a different calendar for them. It can go on and on and on. It all goes back to that same program, the same sending out your message, picking the tools, understanding the marketplace and understanding your buyers. And then over all of it, you want to make sure that you're maintaining your brand. Let me give you an example of a business that uses simple communications messages, but has an enormous marketing footprint. Their program is huge. It is local, national, global. It's on all fronts. And they use just about every marketing tool out there. I'm talking about a brand I worked with, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is a master at communications. It is everywhere with its message. They have advertisements going on so many different channels at once, television, product placement, magazine ads, billboards, in-store advertisements. They're online. They've, of course, got their own website. They have videos. They advertise on other websites. They have social media. You can sign up for text alerts, SMS marketing. You can see them and their various products. It's not just the main Coke brand, it other products as well. Their waters, everything. You can find them everywhere. What you'll notice about Coca-Cola is that they always maintain brand. It's always possible to pick out a Coca-Cola marketing piece. No matter what message it is, no matter what they're trying to send out, they always are consistent in brand. This allows them the flexibility to make those modifications. If they want to change their communications to reflect the holidays or, for example, next year's Olympics, they can, and you'll still know it's a Coca-Cola communication. You won't be lost. You'll know the products. While I can't promise that your business will become the next Coca-Cola, you should follow their lead. Do your research, maintain brand consistency, and send out clear, simple messages in all of your communications programs. More to come on communications after the commercial break. You're listening to I Think I Need Marketing. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking to grow your business in 2019? You need CCS Innovations. We're an award-winning strategic marketing and design firm working with clients worldwide on achieving their business goals. Whether yours is a startup company or a multinational corporation, our experienced marketing team can help set you on the right path. Our services range from high-level strategies and branding programs to projects such as campaigns and websites. Need more than a single project? We can become your own outsourced marketing department. 2019 marks CCS Innovation's 10th anniversary. And to celebrate, we're offering I Think I Need Marketing listeners a 10% discount on all new projects started this year. Mention the show when you contact us. Start growing your business today by giving us a call at 703-988-7189 or visit us online at ccsinnovations.com, ccsinnovations.com. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You are tuned in to I Think I Need Marketing. If you have a question or comment for host Bonnie Taylor, please send an email to bonnieradio at ithinkineed.com. That's bonnieradio at ithinkineed.com. Now back to I Think I Need Marketing. Welcome back to I Think I Need Marketing. I am Bonnie Taylor, and if you're just joining us, we are continuing our conversation on communications. I am so pleased to welcome my special guest today, Patrick Nunez, Director of Global Communications and Design with Rotary International. Welcome, Patrick. Thank you, Bonnie. It's a pleasure to be here. It's it's wonderful. And I before we get started on communications, I would love if you could give uh, an introduction to Rotary. And full disclosure, I am a second-generation Rotarian, so I am fully in, um, in in love with this organization and the work that it does. So would you mind just telling everybody a little bit about Rotary? Absolutely. That's great uh, that you are part of Organization. That's very exciting. Um, well, Rotary basically is a global network of people. Um, right now, we have 1.2 million members wow. <laughs> who are part. I know, right? It's a lot. And we're basically all over the world. So the members are actually members of the Rotary clubs. And the clubs, on their own right, are members of Rotary International, which is the association what I, where I work, basically. Here, out right outside of Chicago in Evanston, Illinois. And, and how many? Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. At how many locations? Do you know how many chapters there are? Yeah, so there are more than thirty-five thousand clubs around the world. Mm-hmm. We are in over two hundred countries and geographic locations, basically. And uh, Rotary has been around since nineteen oh five. The first Rotary club was actually right down the street, here in Chicago. And the work that you all do, or I just, since I'm a Rotarian, the work we do is both uh, locally and globally uh, working with ending polio and with clean water and locally with different communities. Yes, that is correct. Rotary has uh, different causes based on the needs of those communities, which is one of the beauties about Rotary is that even though we're all unique in being people who see problems and take actions to solve those problems, as we all know, problems vary, right, from the communities where you're present. So it can be fighting polio worldwide. It can be education uh, issues, uh, saving mother and children. It can be promoting peace. So there are different causes that the Rotary Clubs are involved based on the needs and realities of their local communities or international communities. It's really important work, and I'm so proud to be a part of it. So with such a diverse audience, especially one that's in so many different locations, communications has to take on a different meaning for you. What what do you think of when you think of communications? It's part of your daily job, but what, what yes. is it to you? Yeah, it is. I think um, for us, communications really comes down to how are we able to share information, um, data, um, stories, right? real life examples. How can we 
share and tell a story in a way that's compelling and in a way that will drive your audience to take some sort of action, either being uh, partnering with us in, in, in local communities, either becoming members such as yourself or uh, supporting our cause, donating to our foundation. So communications to us really is about how we can tell our story the best way possible so we can engage our audience to take action, whatever that action might be for us at that very moment. And you're in a unique position because you have both an internal communications program through membership and that external, which you just mentioned, bringing on new members and bringing on people who will help you in your mission. That's That's got to be a little bit of a challenge. That is correct. And, and it's, it's very interesting. I, I always say that Rotary is very unique in so many ways because it's about... You know, our audiences vary, right? So how do we keep uh, communicating with our internal audiences, those who are already part of our organization, who already know a lot about it? How do we communicate with them? And how do we also position our brand in a way to those who don't know, right? We have done some studies in the past that have indicated that a lot of the general public, they're familiar with the word rotary or uh, you know, our will, whatever the case might be, but there is a difference in understanding what Rotary truly is and does. So for us, we have this multiple facet approach to engage in communications with our internal audiences, those who are already part of the Rotary family, and how do we position in our brand to those who might be familiar or not at all, uh, to, so they can have a good understanding of what we do and what we are here for. And when you think of through through this this dual that multifaceted approach, what you said, um, do you have different tools that you'd use in different situations? Are you always going down one direction when you talk to membership, or do you do you vary it a little bit? You know, we vary a lot. So here we we have a whole suite of types of communications. They vary from, you know, from email to social media campaigns to newsletters to inform members of what's going on to um, you know our website we we have very various channels that we use in order to engage our different audiences not only of course uh, you know in the US but of course around the world so every audience is very unique every audience you know will re- resonate with content uh, content will resonate differently with them so for us you know there are many tools that you can use in terms of communications and we all vary based on ultimately what your goals are what your objectives are what do you want out of that you know, communication or a piece of communication or that campaign specifically? Uh, definitely, there's no, there's no such a thing as a dull day here at Rotary because <laughs> we're, constantly, we're constantly thinking about how we can you know, cut through the noise and get our content, our messaging through uh, with the, the challenges that we have um, you know, as an organization, basically. And I, what I love is that on uh, thinking through the website specifically, it's not just like a blog post. It's not an article. You have videos. You have other ways of communicating. I know that I've gone on there and watched them and, and, and read the articles. And it's from different people. You don't necessarily have to create all of the information yourself. You're, you're not all the content. You're bringing in other experts or people who have been out in the field. Is that correct? That is very correct. Here at Rotary, we have an amazing team of communications professionals, and basically our work uh, is to engage, but also to find out what's going on, because the Rotary, Rotary actually really happens where the clubs are, right, in the communities. So Rotarians, Rotary members, they basically have so much to tell and to share, so we have an overarching um, 
responsibility, I would say, to guide them in how to communicate, how to, because they are brand ambassadors. So, mm-hmm. and, and the ways we do it, as you mentioned, we have it through videos, we have it through uh, graphics, we have ventured recently in virtual reality. So, oh, uh, I haven't tried that uh, one yet. <laughs> yeah, it's very, very exciting. I just came from a, um, from a conference um, in Brazil with our younger side of our, our Rotary family, the Rotaract. And these are young folks from 18 to 30 years old. And we set up a virtual reality booth there and they were watching it. It was very, very touching to see these young people like being refreshed in terms of what Rotary is and does through virtual reality. And of course, that happens with every, everybody who comes across our content. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Looking to grow your business in 2019? You need CCS Innovations. We're an award-winning strategic marketing and design firm working with clients worldwide on achieving their business goals. Whether yours is a startup company or a multinational corporation, our experienced marketing team can help set you on the right path. Our services range from high-level strategies and branding programs to projects such as campaigns and websites. Need more than a single project? We can become your own outsourced marketing department. 2019 marks CCS Innovation's 10th anniversary. And to celebrate, we're offering I Think I Need Marketing listeners a 10% discount on all new projects started this year. Mention the show when you contact us. Start growing your business today by giving us a call at 703-988-7189 or visit us online at ccsinnovations.com, ccsinnovations.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for the keywords voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to facebook.com forward slash voice America or search for voice America. You are tuned in to I Think I Need Marketing. If you have a question or comment for host Bonnie Taylor, please send an email to bonnieradio at ithinkineed.com. That's bonnieradio at ithinkineed.com. Now back to I Think I Need Marketing. Welcome back to I Think I Need Marketing. I am Bonnie Taylor, and we are talking communications with Patrick Nunes of Rotary International. Before we took our break, we talked about uh, culture and working within cultures around the world and trying to communicate to different levels of people. Patrick, I want to go back to that because it's a really important part of your work. It is. You you have such a diverse range of people. Uh, you have the high school students you mentioned earlier, all right. the way through the, you know, business people because who make up the core part of your audience, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that's correct. And then all the way through retired business professionals. Correct. And it's it's a little bit of everything, and then you yes, compound that by making it almost every market in the world. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we were joking uh, in between the commercial break that uh, we when we traveled internationally, um, we've seen Rotary almost everywhere, and it's true. Uh, once you once you know about it, you'll see signs for it, you'll see statues for it, you'll see people wearing the pins. Right. It's everywhere. How do you, as the communications 
lead. Um, how do you handle that and and make sure that you're reaching these people? You mentioned the different taglines meaning different things, but the communications itself, the content. Right. Yeah, for us, it's really important to um, think through each type and piece of content. What do we want it to do, right? What's the goal? Um we can, you know, we can segment your audience, um, identifying and, and segmenting your audience locally. And you, of course, what we need to do is do that in a global scale. And so it's basically different tiers, right? From is my audience in the U.S.? Is my audience in Japan? Is my audience everywhere? And how do I segment them? You know, what do I want to achieve with this? What's the main outcome for this specific campaign or or video that we're putting together that our colleagues here do, um, what do we want them to do? So, and we have shifted along the, the way here at Rotary. In the past, we had an approach that was very much a one-size-fits-all kind of thing in terms of audiences around the world. So we took a very straightforward translation approach to things. So if something existed in English and the website would exist in our main languages, we still do some of that for, of course, the types of information that our members around the world have to, um, you know, have to have access to. But we have also shifted in creating original content that is really, truly relevant to our audiences, regardless if that content exists, for example, in English or not. Mm-hmm. Because we're based in the United States, of course, generally, most of our communications, they are driven in English, absolutely. But we have been able to create a special way to reach our audiences with original content that's only relevant to those in Japan or in Taiwan or in in Africa, somewhere in Africa. So it's very important for us to be able to think it through and separate the types of content that really go across with more of like a localization approach, but also Mm -hmm. original content that's only relevant to certain parts of the world that might not be relevant to the U.S., for example, where we are Mm -hmm. based. Mm-hmm. And do you find that there are certain parts of the world that uh, react better to different types of communication vehicles, different types of tools? Yes, yes. Uh, so, and, and it also varies in terms of uh, who our audience is, right? For example, if you're talking internal for our communications, uh, the demographics of our, our membership in certain parts of the world skew older, right? So, for example, mm-hmm. culturally, Japan overall we have an older types of members because culturally for them, you would, to be part of Rotary, you would achieve a certain level in your career before you join Rotary. So mm-hmm. that's one reality of that market, for example. But how do we then engage, you know, the high school students who are involved in Rotary in that country? How mm-hmm. do we help them bridge, you know, that gap that they have? Um, in realities of our organization is also different. For example, in in Germany, in Germany, you know, Rotary is extremely, very, very strong in Germany. They don't have membership problems in Germany. They have wait lists of people who want to become wow. members. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because over there, it's such a such an important honor to be part of Rotary that nobody leaves the organization. So we also have those right in different parts of the world. We have we might be having a a membership crisis at some corners of the world, for example. So how do we work with content to reach those and who are the ones we have to talk to? So the reality of Rotary uh, it varies from, even in the same city, you might have Rotary clubs that have different profiles, right? You have mm-hmm. a Rotary club that's 
really project oriented and we have a rotary club that's involved with youth exchange programs so again it, it keeps adding to the layers of challenges that we have and of course <laughs> we don't always get it right right we have those situations where we don't get it right and we have to pay attention to what data tells us how things go through to be able to you know step back course correct or change the course of how we're doing things and whatever the case might be so speaking of the times you don't get it get it correct <laughs> do you could you share any uh mistakes or challenges or things that you've had to overcome yes absolutely um one example that i can think of is um one of the main challenges that we have being such a large organization and being present everywhere in the world is images right so mm-hmm. um when how do you create or how do you access this pool of images that really resonate right so um, if you want people to take some action, if you're creating sub- certain types of material, if you're thinking about, it's not just the words that have to be resonating with the people, but the images, right? People have to see themselves in them. So that's right. a challenge that we have. We had in the past, um, <laughs> one example, when we were creating, we we're developing our assets for a people of action campaign. Um, we had created some materials for Germany, actually. And, uh, you know, the, the part of this of this campaign has, you know, t- a tagline or a sub tagline that's together we, right? And we have a set of verbs that we do. So it might be, you know, together we and polio, together we collaborate, together we, you know, we um, inspire, whatever the case might be. So we had created this set of, of assets and chosen images, you know, for different parts of the world. And one of the, uh, for this specific asset, um, I believe the, I believe that the sub line was together we connect. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And we had chosen images of local Rotarians and then we, we made the materials available. And then we heard from people on the ground and say, these two specific Rotary members, let's say that they, they don't connect as much these days because they, <laughs> they, <laughs> There, there was a, a, you know, a situation that everybody heard about, and they had this argument. Now everything is okay, <laughs> but you know, the local people, they know, they know these people on the ground. So even though everything was okay, they, you know, they suggested that we would change the image. So we did that because, you know, for the local market, it was kind of <laughs> ironic to say together we connect, and they knew whatever type of, you know, disagreement that those two gentlemen had <laughs> locally. So, again, you think you're doing your best in terms of research and, you know, getting everything right. But, again, sometimes you just, you know, you just get it wrong. And, 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 and it's okay. You just have to keep your ears open, your eyes open, and be able to be ready to, to connect, right? And for major, major brands, you know, get it wrong in a huge way. And we yes, hear we about them all the time. <laughs> yes, they do. No, yeah. I, that's why I love asking this question, because if you said, nope, never had a mistake, I, I, I know you weren't saying the <laughs> truth, because everybody runs into something at some point. I can only imagine if you have a checklist uh, when you're doing your due, due diligence on images, the last line that you need to put in there is, have you all ever fought or <laughs> disagreements or something? Do the people in the photos like each other? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's the thing, right? They might not like each other as much as they used to. So, and yeah, and it's fascinating. And it goes from, you know, sometimes assumptions, right? You cannot assume anything. So if you're thinking of images, for example, that are, that have to do with certain parts of the world for a certain religion or culture, 
you know, uh, and you might assume that, you know, if we're talking about diversity and including or representing some of our, um, you know, members who have a certain religion that dress a certain way, but sometimes from that same religion in different countries, the the outfit actually might vary, so you might not be getting it right across the board, so you have to mm-hmm. really be thinking about those details that go from your content, from your words, all the way through image and colors and whatever the case might be. It's interesting that you said that because I was an international marketer and I used to have a cheat sheet for the different (laughs) markets because, okay, can't say this, don't do this, can't show an image of that. Do you have that same sort of thing for, you know, actually yours would be a giant book. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we have the major, the major rules of thumb that we have in mind in terms of colors and, and our teams, you know, we have, we work with people who are, uh, you know, from those different parts of the world who bring a lot of information. And again, our main sounding board is when we do some of the tests that we do with our with our audience, right? We, that again, one of the great things about Rotary is that our members are so engaged. They're so mm-hmm. willing to help and, and provide feedback. They're definitely not a quiet group of people. So <laughs> we have but certain... nice. They all want to work toward the good. That's the thing that's so nice about the group is it's everybody's so nice all the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, and everybody's willing to help and willing to share their thoughts and opinions, which is great. <laughs> um, and um, But yeah, so our, we have some rules of thumb that we follow uh, from our overall knowledge and our main markets that we operate. Uh, but there might be certain types of, of, again, depending on the campaign, whatever the case might be, you might go through some more detailed questions and checklists for sure. And that brings me back to a couple of your big communications tools. You said the website, and I know because I receive it, the magazine. Yes. How many different languages do you publish the magazine or how many languages do you have as offer on the website itself? Can they click to different I mean, that's got to be a challenge, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so Rotary has what we call the Rotary languages. Um, we have nine main Rotary languages, and we operate most of our communications in those languages. Mm-hmm. Um, one interesting thing, and, and you mentioned the magazine, and one interesting thing to say is that the, the, the Rotarian, which is our North American magazine, is produced by our in-house team here where I am. Um but our what we call regional magazines, there are 33 of them around the world. They are locally produced. So the magazine, these magazines, they are licensed by Rotary to produce content on our behalf, which is, again, another set of challenges on its own, right? So I have a colleague in my team. She's responsible in overseeing and making sure that these magazines are following our bylaws. Um, and our our main objective is then how we can connect the dots, right? Because we have certain control about the communications that we do here. But mm-hmm. when we are when you are, you know, outsourcing in a way or trusting these other bodies to communicate on, on behalf of your brand, how do we do that? So these 33 magazines which are then produced in many more languages uh, than the rotary languages that we produce most of our content in. We have the responsibility to help align, you know, again in terms of the voice and the tone and the mm-hmm. brand fidelity. So we do some of the, the the content ourselves, but these magazines, they are representation of our voice and our brand. So we work very closely with them to make sure that they are communicating uh, in the way that's consistent. And of course, then we have the brand ambassadors, the members themselves. So 
I say that one of our main roles here in the global communications and design team is to connect the dots, to really help others understand how to communicate in a consistent manner in terms of look and feel, in terms of the voice itself, the tone and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And do you run audits? I know I had to run audits um in-house constantly just to make sure that everything stayed the same. Do you have like an audit period every quarter, once a month, once a year to make yeah. sure that... Yeah, we do for the magazines, for example, we do every month we, we go through the content um, to make sure that they are hitting what they are supposed to hit in terms of there's certain designated content that they have to run every month. And then there's content that's more locally appropriate that they create. So for the magazines, we do a quick check um, every month for what they are providing. And then overall, we do audits for our teams and make sure that everybody is you know, following uh, our guidelines to hit the goals that we want to hit. Wonderful. And when you think about your, your communications program, how far in advance are you planning things? Are you a year in advance, six months? Um, it varies. Um, so our the Rotarian, the magazine runs pretty much, they have their content lined up like six to eight months in advance. Mm-hmm. But we overall, again, we identify for the year that we have, we identify our main goals, our main objectives. And it depends. If we're talking about, for example, um, the milestones that we want to work around. So we, we work, of course, again, there are priorities, there, there's everyday content that we do, but there are certain things that we do and the way we do it as part of our strategy, which is to engage our influencers and to leverage certain dates or events that are happening. So, for example, a good example of that is the World Polio Day. Polios are on our flagship programs in the global eradication of the disease. So we know that World Polio Day is October 24. So every year we create a live streaming event um, and for that we prepare months in advance. Or when we know, for example, we're gonna have a good opportunity to our internal communications, which is when we have our annual convention that's picked out, you know, five years ahead, we know exactly where the conventions will be. And we try to work on content three years out for that event. So there are different types of, of opportunities that we have that will then guide us in terms of the timing and preparing for that type of content. Well, Patrick, I could talk to you all day because this has <laughs> been this has been fun. And unfortunately, we are up against the clock. So if people want to get in touch with you or learn more about Rotary, where would they go? Um, well, you can access our website at rotary.org. And then again, the website exists in multiple languages, in eight languages. And um, if you can, if you want to get a hold of me, you can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, that's easily, you know, I can be easily found there. Uh, feel free to send me a note via LinkedIn. I'm, I'm very engaged. I, I, I love LinkedIn and I'm, I'm there all the time. So um, thank you for actually reaching out to me, Bonnie, via LinkedIn. Uh, uh, that's a <laughs> I looked for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you can find me, right? You can, you can see very that. Very easily, very easily. Yes. Um, and then uh, we also have our official presence in, in the, the main social media channels for Rotary on Facebook. Uh, we have a group on LinkedIn. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are on Instagram. So you can definitely look up Rotary International and you can see our main channels online. Wonderful. Well, really appreciate your time today. This has been a a wonderful discussion, and I love the information that you've shared. You have 
an interesting challenge from a communication <laughs> standpoint, but you do it well. And I know that because I receive it. So you're doing a great job and keep up I'm the good glad. work. Uh, but thank you so much for joining us today. I'm glad. No, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode on communications and how to incorporate it into your marketing program. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at bonnieradio at ithinkineed.com. That's B-O-N-N-I-E at ithinkineed.com. I am Bonnie Taylor, and I will see you next week on another episode of I Think I Need Marketing. Thank you for listening to I Think I Need Marketing. Be sure to join Bonnie Taylor for another episode next Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week, think of what you could be doing differently in your marketing program.